This is Michelle. This is Mia. And this is Cassie. And, and we know what you did on Fear Street. Hello, all you Shadyside High alum. This holiday season, we're heading back to Dolby's department store to see what sort of jingle hell Reba gets herself into in the fifth super chiller, Silent Night 2. Woo! Woo! <laughs> yeah! Honestly, I just wanted to use that jingle hell joke <laughs> because I've been thinking about it, like, all day. Seriously. <laughs> Reba. Uh, oh, Reba. Oh, Reba. I feel like most of this wasn't even her fault. What? I'm sorry, but most of it was not her fault. It wasn't. Aww. She didn't do anything. There, she didn't actually do anything. All right. Hold on. We'll get into it. Okay. Let's start with the back of the book first. Uh, Cassie's going to do her dramatic reading, and then we'll flip it over, and we'll talk about this cover. <clears throat> Gotta take a sip of water first. Right, prepare yourself. Yeah, lubricate. Gross. <laughs> Edit that out. Okay. I'm leaving it in. No. <laughs> That's one of those words that is off limits. <laughs> like the M word. All those words. <laughs> Gross words. <laughs> There's actually a, a funny SNL skit. I don't actually watch SNL. I just see the videos on YouTube. Mm -hmm. But it was like kind of talking about the polarization in politics and how we can all agree on some things. And that was one of them, that we <laughs> all hate this word. Mm -hmm. Yeah, also, we agree that there are gross words and we should never say them. <laughs> yeah, another one that they said was crotch. We all hate the word crotch. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah, not a fan. I'm not a fan of it, but I don't like. It's not one of my forbidden words. It's kind Does of it? a. It feels like an old person word. <laughs> I feel like you can, it depends on the circumstance. That's fair. Yeah, it depends on how you're using it. I feel like I only would use it if I was making fun of some guy wearing pants that didn't fit. I feel like I would only use it if I was saying "kick him in the crotch." <laughs> <laughs> See, but then I wouldn't say that. I would say kick him in the nards, which is a quote neither of you get. Whatever. I'm sure somebody out there gets it. I would, I don't use that word except for, I feel like the only way I would use it is if I would be like, ew, he keeps grabbing his crotch. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Like, what else are you going to, I'm not going to say, ew, he keeps scratching his balls. It's like, I might say junk. Like, yeah. I probably would say junk too. All right, Cassie, you ready? Are you lubricated? Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway. <clears throat> Silent night. Bloody night. Sure, she promised to be nicer after last year's horrors. But a rich, spoiled, gorgeous girl like Reva Dalby always thinks she can have anything. Or anyone she wants and never, never pay. But now it's payback time. Someone is out to kidnap Reva. This year, Santa is bringing Reva a little holiday fear. 
and just around the corner is the biggest, most gruesome Christmas gift of all. Murder. And it's all hers. No. (laughs) (laughs) I I will have to agree with your uh, summation. No. (laughs) That's what I have to say about this synopsis. No. (laughs) We'll get into how um, wrong this summary is. (laughs) Oh my god. So wrong. Like, maybe that was the book that Bob wanted to write, but it's definitely not the book that he wrote. I mean, there was kidnapping. (sighs) Bad kidnapping, but there was kidnapping. Right, right. You know what? I... We'll get there. All right. (laughs) Uh, Let's look at the cover first. All I can think of when I see this cover is, I know two things about Reva Dalby. She's a bitch, and she loves white sweaters. She really does. She loves a white sweater. Well, who doesn't? It's 1993 or something. Yeah, I was going to say 92. But yeah, you're right, 93. I feel like if her hair was curly, Reva and I would have the same hair. In the last one, didn't she have curly hair? Maybe. It's the curly. Yeah. It's like she she used a curling uh, iron and wasn't very good at it. Oh. Now she's she not even younger bothering. in this cover. She does look younger. I feel like she's wearing less makeup. Yeah. Um. This actually happened in the book. It was okay, a dream. It, sort of. Yeah. I mean, it was a dream. She described. So it happens. Okay. No. No. Is that where they got it from? Listen, it's either that or the Santa mannequin she ran into like four times. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. The next, some of my three is the mannequins. Yeah, but I feel like that should have been this one because the mannequins were way more significant than Santa. Santa didn't do shit. It did not. Did you, read, didn't. did you read the third? I don't remember if I read the third, but it definitely has the best cover. Yeah. Oh, it's creepy. It's yeah. awesome. It is not Kim Cattrall's mannequin. No, no. Those mannequins are disturbing. I'm, like, actually creeped out by that cover. Yeah. And that's a different actress. Similar, but you're right. I agree. Different. Different person. Um, Yeah. Unlike this cover, which... Is Santa the good guy and is telling her to be quiet? Is that what's going on here? Or is Santa trying to kill her? Because it looks like he's, like... You know how you put your hand over someone's mouth to be like, shh, or they'll find you? No, he's trying to kill her. Well, that's not what it looks like. He's got shifty eyes. Yeah, he does. Look at his eyes. They're, like, definitely up to something. (laughs) They're not scared. If he was scared, too, then yes. His face is really, really shiny. Like, I think he's sweating under all that, like, fake hair. Mm Mm-hmm. He does have shifty eyes. Who can blame him? It must be hot under there. The tagline is Jingle Bells Santa Kills. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Jingle Hell would have made much more sense. (laughs) It would have made sense if they dressed up like Santa to kidnap her. Dude, they should have. They, They really should have because they were leaning hardcore into Danny looking like Santa. They kept describing him as chubby and having a red face. 
like his pot belly. He should have just right. showed up in a Santa suit and they should have been like, what the hell? And he's like, what? They'll never recognize me in this. Oh, right. God, that would have been amazing. Yeah. Total missed opportunity, Bob. Agreed. That would have been so awesome. Also, I read a book recently where the kidnapper was dressed like Santa, but it wasn't like Christmas time. And it was really What? Good. That's weird. Why would you disturbing. do that? There's actually this like cult horror movie and it's cult because people like it no matter how terrible it is and it's terrible but it's called silent night deadly night and it's about this kid who like dresses up in a santa costume and murders people yeah and i'm not spoiling that because they never once try to make it seem like it's anything other than this guy doing this mm-hmm. all right i don't have anything else for this one no it's kind of boring it's okay it doesn't make sense it makes sense it was her dream okay but her dream had nothing to do with the plot of the yeah, book. Yeah, but, like, there's nothing. What else are you going to put on the cover? It has to be something Christmassy. I guess. That it. I will say, like, as much as I'm on your side, Mia, like, that is classic Fear Street, though. Like, think about Prom Queen. That was a dream. True. There's been plenty of covers that have just been dreams and are just, like, good imagery. So, as much as that is fucking annoying it's also very fair straight not every cover can be like missing where we're striking a pose like <laughs> are like uh like running like through the woods or whatever they're doing but a lot of them can be like that <laughs> a lot of them all can. of them should be like that <laughs> not all of them can be like that <laughs> whatever otherwise the cover would just be like fail like people just failing at life <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. How do you depict that in a cover? <laughs> How do you depict failure in a cover? Um, this should it should have been Danny at the bottom of the elevator shaft, but in a Santa costume. Uh, and he should have actually been wearing one in the book. Yeah. yeah. All, right. All right. Spoiler. He's not wearing one. It's on the cover. No, I mean like <laughs> if they would have put that on the cover. Yeah. Spoiler ending right here. All right, let's get into it. Okay. Um, part one, that's how you know it's a super chiller. A kidnapping. There's multiple. They all suck. <laughs> There's not really a kidnapping. Is there in part one? I don't know if there is in part one. No. They, like, just fail at it a lot. Yeah. You know, there might be one in part one. It's they not Reva, though. This is, like, basically the catcher in the rye. But Deer Street Holiday. Wait, how is this the catcher in the rye? I can't wait to hear because this. Because these people just go around like wanting to do stuff but can't ever make it happen. Just it's like ineptitude. Like just it's like uh what's the word? It's like what's what what is the word? Like when you can't get it up. <laughs> <laughs> like impotence. That's what uh-huh. it is. It's pure impotence. <laughs> Lubrication, some kid who like wandering around like and wants to do things but just can't make it happen. He can't do it. He can't even get the energy to do it. I hate Catcher in the Rye. Me too. That book was Talk a- about impotence. Ugh, that book was about a kid who got everything handed to him and he couldn't do anything. That book was about nothing. I hate that so right. is this book. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. This book is about nothing. That's true. <laughs> but I liked it. 
Is this like a Jerry Seinfeld unlike, thing? <laughs> unlike The Catcher in the High, I like this one. Because this one is like 90s movie, like gold. Well, Diane wanted it to be. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So we start with uh, Paul Nichols, who's from Waynesbridge. What the hell? That's not kosher. I'm, uh, I'm not okay with that. You mean from Waynesbridge? Yeah, that Wayne, they spent, this, half this book was in Waynesbridge. Yeah. This is a Fear Street book. You cannot be in Waynesbridge. True. I am not okay with that. Anyway. Is Waynesbridge, like, the city that, like, R.L. Stein has neighbor, like, it neighbors them, right? Yeah. Close by. Yeah. So is that, like, where he just, like, puts, like, all the people that he wants to, like, like, is it just full of, like, Criminals and victims? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. Okay. That's exactly what it's full of. Also drugs, I'm assuming. Okay. So um, he's pissed off because he doesn't have a job and it's Christmas and he's poor. And like, I get it. Me too. Well, not me anymore, but I get that. And then he goes home. He doesn't have a job because he shoplifts from his jobs. Right. Like, I don't feel bad that he lost his job, but I get that it sucks when you're, like, poor on Christmas. Yeah. But, yeah, dude, try not shoplifting. And then being pissed off that you got fired for shoplifting, because what exactly did you think was going to happen? Yeah, and he's like, wait, he's a shoplifting all these portable electronics. Why is everything portable? <laughs> because back in the early 90s, you had to specify. <laughs> <laughs> a portable TV, a portable cassette player. Okay. Well, and they used to have those TVs that had like the, they were the little yeah, tiny ones yeah. with the handle on yeah. it that you could like carry around. Who would though? You sort of plug it in, so I don't understand. You sort of plug it in and you don't get reception. Like, it was just terrible. Well, it had an antenna for it. Yeah, but it was terrible. You couldn't get anything. So, anyway, Tim and uh, his girlfriend, Pink, wait, no, Diane. Diane. Or, like, chilling at his apartment. She's kind of Pam 2.0, though. She really is. Okay, are we just glossing over the fact that she calls him Prez? Yes, because it's stupid. It's so stupid. The entire book. The whole fucking book. Everyone calls him this. I don't... It's the worst nickname ever. I don't know why his brother called him that. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why anyone calls him that. I thought it was supposed to be a pet name that she gave him. Why is everybody else calling him that? Yeah. Well, pet names are between you and your significant other. They're not, like, something that everybody calls you. No. No. But that's what happens. <laughs> because he's never, he's never, ever referred to as Paul ever again. No. Just in the first, like, two or three pages, and then the whole rest of the book, it's press. Mm-hmm. And then later, he even gets mad when they call him President, like, front of I, Yeah! They're like, that's, like, not, your that's not your real name! Who the fuck cares? Fuck? Right. So, he gets home, and he goes into his apartment, and his girlfriend, Diane, is there. And basically, they're miserable because they're poor. Because don't you know that when you're poor, you're miserable, and that's all you are, and you're also bitter and angry about it, and that's it? Thanks, Stein. Yeah. And then um, they are talking about how he can't find a job and how he got fired from his last job at Dolby's. Right. Because he stole a portable TV and a portable 
cassette. Right. And portable, it's still all kinds of portable electronics. And a bomber jacket that luckily he got away with. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what he's wearing throughout this entire book. Yeah. yeah totally. Although, when we, can we, uh, can we just say that when this starts out, it's two weeks until Christmas. Of course it is. Two weeks. <laughs> so, um, they start talking about uh, how Prez scouted out Dolby's house because they're going to apparently, like, rob it, I guess. Because Diane's, like, obsessed with being like Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. Yeah. He super wants to be a mastermind criminal. Unfortunately, she's dumb. <laughs> and so is her boyfriend and his brother. So... Um, so they talk about how easy it would be to get into the Dalby's house because they never once, it never once occurs to either of them that they would have an alarm system. Right. They're like, there's just one dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> in the alarm. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> They're idiots. They're stupid criminals. Also, how is Reba's house not gated? Like, for sure, there is a gate that you have to press a button to get, like, the intercom so you can get in. For sure. Yeah, I mean, even back then, there's definitely way more, rich people had way more high-tech shit. Especially since, like, they just went through a whole thing, like, last year. Yeah. You think they would have bulked up on security everywhere? Just a bit. Um, although apparently not because when we get talking about what's going on at Dolby's, like, none of their shit works. Yeah. And no one's ever there. Yeah. They have no guards. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when they're talking, Prez decides that instead of robbing our house for an antiquities, which fair, no way do they know what the hell an antique is. Mm -hmm. Why don't they just take their TVs and radios and stuff? Like, why are they taking, why are they planning on taking their antiques? I don't know. That's stupid. Like, why don't they, why aren't they like, oh, maybe there's like cash. Yeah. Like jewelry. Right? No, instead they're like, we're going to take their 300-year-old vase or something. Come on. But they change their mind because it's stupid, and then they come up with a stupider plan. <laughs> they're going to kidnap Reba. Yeah. Makes that's... think that they don't know Reba. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that's like, my notes are like, that is the worst idea ever. Have you met Reba Dolby? Right. She's the last person I would want to kidnap. Although, to be fair, if you were going to gag her, that might be ideal. She'd find a way to talk around it. There was an 80s movie or a 90s movie where the kidnapper... Like, he kidnaps a late, like, it's, it's like, same, similar situation, but he kidnaps, like, an older lady. And she's, like, a bitch. And, like, the whole, it, she's a Reba Dolby. That's awesome. And then, like, it basically, like, ends up where she's, like, he goes, like, nuts just being around her. Does he kill her? Because in real life, I feel like you just get murdered. Yeah. No, I don't think <laughs> he does. I mean, it's, like, it's, like, a black comedy. Mm. Um... So then the next chapter, Reba's having flashbacks to last year. And when she comes out of it, some uh, customer is like asking for her help. And you realize she's back at the perfume counter, which seems like a bad plan. 
She's also back to being a total sass machine. She's so mean to that woman. Yeah, but it's kind of awesome. Like, Reva is the worst. Yeah. She is the worst. Although she's less the worst in this book than she was in the last one. Really? I don't think She's only mean to, like, a couple of people. in her head. Yeah, but in the last book, it was not in her head. She was, like, she was pulling mean pranks on everybody in the last book. She's not pranking people, but she is saying things. It's a step up. It is. (laughs) In her head, A small step, but it's a step. Um, yeah, so apparently her dad made her work at the perfume counter in the department store again because it'll be good for her. And I just want to be like, really? Who died and made you a psychiatrist? Like, how do you know that's good for her? She probably has PTSD or something. And you're just like, get back to it. Is she even seeing a therapist? Not just for her anger issues. Although she should probably see somebody for that. But also for like the trauma. Her dad's an ass. (laughs) <laughs> Isn't there like one therapist in Shady Side? Yeah, but I think he's still alive. I don't think he's gotten his head torn off yet or popped off. The werewolf dude? Is yeah. that who we were talking about? Yeah, that's who I was talking about. And then there's the sleepwalker one, too. So. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he's here yet. But like, sorry, it, even if, it, it, if it's those two, like your choices of therapist and Shady Side are werewolf or somebody who i'm going to presume hypnotizes you into sleepwalking so i mean i don't know but well maybe if she spends time with her kidnappers in waynesburg she can find a therapist there maybe maybe you know what kidnapping reva dolby would be like teaching mrs tingle oh my god right (laughs) that's oh She was awful. Yeah. I forgot about that movie. Except Reeve is always not as smart as Mrs. Tingle. Mrs. Tingle's, Mrs. Yeah. Tingle played them people. I thought that, uh, what's his name from Seventh Heaven, that that was yeah. going to be his, like, breakout role. Me too. And then he never did anything else. Yeah. I did too. But I remember when that came out and I was like, he's in a movie! I was so excited. Did you like him? It's with Katie Holmes! Uh, I think briefly. Nah. I don't think I was super into him, but I think like he was like briefly on the mm-hmm. list. I don't like anybody in Seventh Heaven, any of the dudes. Okay, there was uh, Andrew Keegan. And you don't like Andrew Keegan? Andrew Keegan had his. Everyone liked Andrew yeah. Keegan before he started a cult. <laughs> like, and I assume they like him now too. I guess I thought he was okay. I didn't think he was ugly or anything, but like. After 10 Things I Hate About You, mm. I was just like, you're a dick. <laughs> All of my Andrew Keegan like was before 10 Things uh, I Hate About You. Especially when I, we were like little, like mm-hmm. like 12. Yeah. When he did, um, what was that called? Camp Nowhere. Mm-hmm. I had a mad crush on him in Camp Nowhere. I don't know. Something about Andrew Keegan just like screams like small penis. <laughs> um, I believe that was Julia Stiles. Okay. That. Maybe that just like got in my head after that. And I was just like, I just like it was like, okay, that's true. If any celebrity randomly stumbles on this yeah. like podcast, <laughs> Jesus. If I ever become real like famous in real life, I'll be blacklisted okay? from <laughs> immediately. The yeah, like, you touch shit on all of us. <laughs> Go away. I don't think Andrew Keegan is the A list 
ever, actually. In my world, I'm still living in I'm still living in a nineties world. So. Even in the nineties world, I feel like he was B list. He wasn't B list. Yeah, he was. No, he wasn't. Yeah, I think he was. Maybe. All right. So Reva's bitchy to all the customers and the people she's working with that Miss Smith is still there uh-huh. and still hates Reva. <laughs> uh, there's there's this guy, Kyle, who I thought was going to, like, have a part. Oh, sorry. Who I thought was going to, like... There's a guy named Kyle? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So when she's at the um, counter in the beginning, mm-hmm. I guess there's this guy that's, like, a classmate or something. Oh, Yeah who, like, has the hots for her and keeps asking her out. Yeah. And I thought he was going to, like, be in the book again, but he never was. No. He just disappeared. Well, I guess he was just in there to, like, show you that everyone still loves Reva. I guess. Except nobody loves Reva, ever. (laughs) She still has no friends. Right. Like, (laughs) When, when it, what is the chapter where the dad's like bribes her with this vacation and he's like, you can bring a friend. <laughs> she doesn't have friends. Yeah. I just assumed she would ask Pam and Pam would be too polite to say no. I just assumed she would ask whoever's boyfriend she's trying to steal at the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I assumed her dad would have problems with that. <laughs> okay, so insert boyfriend we're trying to steal. Oh, Me, right. Pam- right. Victor. Pam at the stationery counter. Yeah, because Pam's not working there. Yeah. Because she finally talked her uncle into giving her a job, apparently. I don't, like, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, and then, um, even though, wasn't she, like, wasn't she, like, involved in the robbery scheme? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why would he let her work there? Pam gets away with everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I know Reeve is a bitch, but Pam is an actual criminal and never has to pay for it. Right. Like, uh, except that she gets kidnapped, so she kind of pays her for fault. it. No, original. The first time, not her fault. Yeah. The second yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. The second time, her fault. Yeah, but like, would you let somebody work for you at your store? Like, it's like giving them the inside, like. One hundred percent now. Especially because she's like the daughter of his estranged brother. Like, if the brothers were tight. I could see excusing it and being like, it's my brother's kid. I got to give her a second shot. But he hates the brother. Oh, yeah. So he would use this as an excuse to be like, I told you your family's not trustworthy. Your fucking daughter just tried to rob my store. You're out of my life. I mean, he was already kind of out of their life. Right. So he wouldn't hire her again. Agreed. Maybe Reva, when she was still being nice, convinced him to. Maybe. So, like, you know, like, that, like, two days after the end of the last book? Right. (laughs) Heart grew two sizes before it shrank again? Right, right. (laughs) Accurate. So then Pam introduced her to a guy named Victor that works there that Pam likes or is dating. What the hell is a red stretch top? Yeah, I have it on here. I have it in my fashions. Red stretch top. What is it? Oh, yeah, Victor. Yeah. And of Did course, anybody else think Victor was, like, a foreign exchange student or something? Sort of. I don't know why, but I was, like... <laughs> Maybe it's just the name Victor. Yeah, I don't know. I was, like, he's, like, a Lothario. He's, yeah. like, a, like, a, like, a Latin Lothario. Yeah. I don't know if that's a term. I'm making shit up. Especially since I wasn't going for like Latino, I was more going for like Italian or mm. like Greek, like that kind. I was like thinking like Transylvania. 
Oh, would have been so much better if he'd have turned out to be a vampire, right? Are you like thinking Victor Frankenstein? Maybe. Wasn't um, Frankenstein or wasn't Victor Frankenstein German? Yes. Was he? I thought he was there from France. Uh, no. No, I think he's German. German. Well, they live in France. I don't think so. Yeah. I'm sure. I just read the book. It's been a while since I've read. I mean, so did I, but I immediately forgot everything because that's what I do. In France, I immediately forgot everything. No, he went to school in Austria. Yeah, in Austria, and then he came back to France after. No, maybe he did live in France. Okay, it's been a while since I read it, so. Um. But like, I I don't know, like the whole entire book, I was saying Victor. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Telling you. Um, so, of course, Reva, like, instantly likes him. Not only does she instantly like him, but she's totally captured by him. Right. No, she's captured by the fact that he's dating her cousin. Yeah, because she's a boyfriend-stealing bitch. There's something, she has, like, deep-seated issues. Yeah, no, she definitely needs a therapist. Like, she's got to work some of these things out. And I get that, like... You know, it was supposed to be a play on like the kidnapping theme of the book, but like I don't think Reva think like I don't think that this means what she thinks it means. I'm totally captured by this guy. Like I don't think that's a thing. It's not a thing anybody's <laughs> actually ever said. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like when you crush on somebody, you're not like I'm captured by them. What is that? I don't even understand what that means. I guess like by their gaze or something. Like, you can't look away. Yeah, it's I just, not the thing people thing say. It's a thing. That, it's I not. think she meant a different word, is what I think. It's not. Uh, but she's still like, oh, and his last name's Diaz. Oh, it is. That's why. That's why he thought he was, like, yeah. a Latin guy. Because his last name's Diaz. Yeah. I didn't see what his last name was. It was just Victor. <laughs> I don't think anybody says Victor. <laughs> I just want to say it like that. I feel like you're thinking of Victor Crumb. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, now I'm picturing him as Victor Crumb. I like Victor Crumb. All right, sorry. It's fine. Uh, so after she's done making googly eyes at Victor. <laughs> Dab with the letter opener. Yeah, so pa- she's like, what do you think of my new nails? And, and Pam's like, they suck and let me stab you with a gag letter opener. Why did she think that if she painted her nails purple and put one black dot on each in the middle of each one that this lady that worked at the counter was going to get so pissed off about I it? I don't she know. She thinks she gives a fuck what her nails look like? I don't know. She does care about a lot of things, though. Yeah, but yeah. mostly just like Reba, try not being a bitch to the customers. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why Reba's this petty. But she's, she's a petty bitch. Deep and she's just like, I'm going to paint my oh nails. My God. She's like painting them like, oh, you know what? I'm going to like put a black dot on each one because it'll drive Mrs. Smith nuts. She, yeah, she's the pettiest person ever. That's so true. Um, so obviously Pam didn't really stab her with a letter opener. It was like a, it's a yeah. prank one. And I'm sorry, but Pam, dude, you suck. Like, <laughs> A year ago, she almost died. Maybe don't pretend to kill her. Right. <laughs> that is not a cool joke. But if she's back to her old self, maybe do pretend to kill her. No. Yeah. Or just kill her. She needs reminded that. Yeah. 
that was like like she she could have like a flashback there yeah so did Reba get hurt in the last book at all I don't remember mm. um and she almost went over the balcony yeah, I said no, she got like. But the, the guy <laughs> went over instead and then got electrocuted by Christmas lights, yeah. which is the best. Oh, yeah. Don't ask Cassie if she won't know. <laughs> I didn't remember. I know you didn't. At the beginning of this book, when they talked about Paul, I was like, should I know him? Was Whoa. he in the last book? No, I did the same thing because I don't remember anybody's name. No, I didn't remember. I had to do the same thing. I had to go flip back and see what their names were. I went to look for my notes and then I couldn't find them, so. Um, I don't know what the hell's going I on. I guess those other two guys went to jail and Pam just got... Yeah. Yeah. Got nothing. Yeah. Because she gets away with it. So then Reva goes to meet her dad so they can, like, go home together or whatever. Um. And this is when he, like, bribes her with the... Oh, yeah. Because she's like, I want to go to, you know, somewhere warm. I love how she's like, why can't I go to St. Croix with Michael? Like, why can't I tag along with my little brother on his trip with his friend and his friend's family? Your brother's seven. Right. (laughs) No. That's weird. At least Stein got the little boy, like, out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. Although I feel, I don't know if my mom would have let me go for, like. No. uh, To, like, St. Croix. No. With somebody else. They have to be really over close. the holidays. Yeah. No, definitely it has not. To be a really, really like my aunt or something. Yeah, like not just a random family. I don't know. Also, how long is their freaking Christmas holiday? Yeah, because they're off two weeks before. Yeah, this is what I said in the last book. It takes they're like Christmas holidays is a month long. Yeah, because they're off two weeks before, and you know they had the week in between right. Christmas and New Year's off, so okay. they're off for three weeks. At least. Yeah. It's like they're in college. Unless you went to Pitt, and then I'm sorry that you didn't get a break. <laughs> they had two weeks. <laughs> yeah, the Pitt had two weeks. I had a, over a month. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I had over a month. But like they're in trimesters? Just about a month. I'm not sure. Yeah. Is that why? Are they in trimesters? Yeah, yeah. And they, they're also finished, like, super, super early. Like, they finish oh. at the end of April. Okay, but I graduated I graduated May 6th. Like, we were over end of April, beginning of May, too. Yeah, same. We had, like, forever off for Christmas. Yeah. Well, on the other hand, I went to a small private school, so perks. <laughs> Sorry, Pip. <laughs> Maybe like in Shady Side, because shit's so bad and people will always die. They're just like, let's just like give it. We'll give you the holidays, like, and then we'll see who makes it back. Yeah, like we just need a break. Um. So yeah, he bribes her with. Where did he say they were gonna go? Did he say or just, just summer warm? Time? I think. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, just somewhere warm, and then he says she can bring a friend, and she's like, friend? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she was like, oh, okay. No, I don't. And then she leaves because he has to stay and work late, and she starts heading to the service elevator, and uh, somebody yells behind her and grabs her from behind. 
And I wrote down, those elevators will be back. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is the foreshadow yeah. of the entire freaking book. Uh-huh. Um, it's her dad because, you know, fake cliffhanger. And he tells her not to use the employee elevators because they're broken. And apparently nobody's put up a sign because they want OSHA to come in and shut down the entire place. Uh-huh. Um, I don't understand why her dad didn't just be like, Reba, wait! Like, he had to run and grab her. he never heard of yelling? No. Nope. He doesn't know how to do it. Um, so, yeah, this is the first of many OSHA concerns I have with this department store. <laughs> My brother used to work for OSHA, okay? I have many concerns. Um, so he saves her from plummeting to her death. Uh, why would they not turn the elevators off also? Right. Just an idea. Um, so then she walks outside to get into her Miata. Yeah, in the parking lot that apparently has no lights. Yeah, and nobody walks their employees out to the car apparently or anything yeah. like that. Like, what? Uh, okay, so here's the thing. I remember when I was a kid, not having any idea what it was, but really, really, really wanting a Miata. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember if it was purely because Reva had one or if there was another fictional character that also drove a Miata. And I thought mm. maybe it was somebody in Sweet Valley, but I couldn't find I anybody. I hope it was somebody else, to be honest. Like, were you really wanting to be like this biatch? <laughs> I thought she was hilarious when I was little. <laughs> oh my god, you're evil. You know who else? Michelle, I am not the evil one here. <laughs> Even I would be reading this when I was little and being like, this girl is bad. <laughs> <laughs> What kills Cassie? Um, my uh, the, the other person I know who drives a Miata is my grandfather. So Thanks. I always, yep, I always think of Miatas as like midlife crisis cars. Great, that's what I wanted growing up—a midlife <laughs> crisis car. Yep. Anyway, and then okay, so during this whole her walk in the parking lot where she thinks someone's chasing her, but they're not because mm-hmm. she's just paranoid. Um, Again, reason, trauma. Well, yeah, I know there's a reason, but there's nothing going on. Right. And she's, this is like all of his characters have the same, like, thought process. Like, this is it. Like, they talk to themselves in their head, and they're just like, I'm such an idiot. I'm an idiot. Like, get a life, Reba. What are you doing? I'm losing it. I'm really losing it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, they all talk to themselves like that. I feel like that's exactly how you talk to yourself when you are losing it. (laughs) Talk to Nobody. Like, I'm losing it. I'm really losing it. Like, it could be any, it could be in any situation. Like, she could be, like, running and, like, having a hard time running. And she'd be like, I'm, I'm out of shape. I'm really out of shape. <laughs> like, it would just be any situation. That's what they say to themselves in these books. That's the voice I'm going to hear every time I read these now. That's the voice it is. I will say, I think my favorite part of this entire book, when she says, I'm Reva Dalby, and I'm not scared of anything. And I was like, you go, girl. Yeah. You oh, my go. God. I so I got to that part, and I was like, oh, my God. That's so Selena Sardothian. Oh, I loved it. Just because I had just read Kingdom of Ash. I was like, oh, that's her line. <laughs> All right, so what happens? She goes home. Oh, she gets followed home. 
Yeah, she gets followed home. By a Plymouth. An old Plymouth. Next foreshadow. Mm-hmm. And then we go to Press. Prez? Press? Prez? I was reading it as Prez, but it's probably Press because Presley it was supposed to be Elvis Presley. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, he tells us that he followed her, so now we have confirmation she is being followed. Also, he sucks at it. Mm-hmm, because she totally knew from the very beginning. Right. Like, the first turn. There's not a single thing that these criminals do correctly. No. Not a single thing. Or, like, smoothly. No. They're really bad at it. Like, they're basically, like, before they do something, they basically announce it. I'm like, hey, guys, just say hello. <laughs> like, we're about to do this thing over here. <laughs> Don't look. <laughs> okay, then they talk about it a little more. And they talk about um, the the routines at the Dolby's house. Like, Mr. Dolby leaves at 7. I mean, it was a good idea. Like, it started off good, but then they're just like, all right, let's do it tomorrow. Right. Like, <laughs> we watched them for one day. Yeah. That's enough. Let's go. <laughs> um, they don't have any living help, blah, blah, blah. Guard dog, blah, blah, blah. Or servants, apparently. Well, he said the maid comes. Yeah, but he was later. like, she was like, what about servants? Servants? <laughs> <laughs> and then he ignored her because it's not 1872. <laughs> like, this isn't the saga. Yeah. <laughs> servants. Wasn't the maid, like, kind of a character in the last book? I think she was around. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I think she had, like, parts because I think things happened that yeah. she was involved with. But. Yeah. So then they decide they're going the next day. <laughs> and then that works out fantastically. Well, no, first we're making out. Oh, right. I forgot this part because it's stupid and it has nothing to do with the plot. <laughs> no. But Riva and Victor are making out at this, like, whatever, overlooked place. Um, and you're supposed to not know who it is that's making out with him at first, but everybody freaking knows who it is. Right. <laughs> you're supposed to be like, is it Pam? Or is it Riva? Right. And then he feels guilty, but he's still making out with her. Yeah. And nobody ever blames him once in this book. No. Like, you made out with your girlfriend's cousin. That's wrong. Right. On, Even like, if she was like, several yeah. levels. Yeah. But then we get the same inner dialogue, like, oh, loser. Pam's such a loser. Victor is too good looking for a loser like Pam. Okay, Reba. Yeah, Reba hates everybody. Um, and then we jump to the next morning. Because that part was plopped into the middle of all this other stuff as if it meant anything. And it didn't. Just made me hate Reva a little bit more. Did you need that for... <laughs> no. Definitely not. So now they're, they're doing their first... Attempt. Yeah. Attempt number one. That's what these parts should have been titled. Uh, attempt number one. Attempt number two. <laughs> the final fail attempt. Fail number one. Fail number two. Ultimate fail. <laughs> Elevator shaft of fail. Um. So. Okay. Oh no. Go ahead. Just as I was gonna say, he chloroforms the dog. Yeah. Rude. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, he could have. If this had been Danny, he'd have killed the well, dog. True. So I'm and okay actually, this guy thought about killing the dog too. He did. He's like, oh, I could have just killed him, but like, oh, it would have made a noise. Oh yeah, because he had the gun. Yeah, he's like, I could have just shot the dog, but. Or don't shoot the damn dog. I How about know, that? Rude. Don't be a jerk. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know you're kidnapping somebody, so you're already a jerk, but don't be more of a jerk. And Diane's in the getaway car, and he goes in. God, can she calm down? You know it's, like, nerve-wracking that you're kidnapping somebody, but, she, like, she's psychotic. Like, if you can't hold it together, don't do it. As soon as he leaves, like, she's oh immediately, oh like, we're going to be caught. The cops are on their way. I will leave his ass if I have to. She's like, I don't want to, but I will. <laughs> she does say that. Yeah. <laughs> like, so much for loyalty. Which is, like, the minute he sits out of the car, she's like, where is he? Where, what's taking so long? What, why isn't he back yet? What's going on? <laughs> Chill out, girl. She's not cut out for crime. No. I hate to break it. It was, like, her big idea, and then she can't fucking take it. And then, like, sirens come. And, like, how fucking long does it take for these sirens to get there? How far away can you hear sirens? Why would they turn on the sirens? Good question. Like, wouldn't they just be like, all right, we'll go check it out? Yes, so yes they We're would. not going to come screaming with sirens. Maybe Dolby owns the cops. But, like, why would they alert these criminals that they're on their way? It's not the Fear Street Division? Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> not. Um, I thought that they were just going to go past. Like the sirens just gonna like drive past so like, like to something yeah. else. It actually yeah. like was for this. Yeah. But he like goes through, wanders through the house. Wait, like, can we talk about how he goes through the garage because there are two garage doors open, open just left open. Like, God forbid you close your garage door. What? No, you deserve to have somebody come in and burn. Yeah, but is there a detached garage? Because like, why didn't you just go in through there? I thought that is how he went in. No, he went. Uh, I thought he just like went through like a No, I think he went through the garage. Oh, okay. I because read they it. just left their doors standing open. I read it as he just like looked at the garage and then he walked over to the back door. No, I think he just went through the dra- the garage. Okay. Um. So he goes in and he starts looking around. No, he just okay with a glance. At the dog, blah, blah, blah. Two of the three garage doors were open. He could see Reva's red Miata parked inside. Nice car, he thought, stopping at the back stoop to admire it for a moment. Does that mean he went in to admire it? I mean, I assumed. Maybe. I thought they just did that so he could, like, be like, well, her car's here. She must be here. Maybe. Like, it's like, you know, when Kevin, like, runs outside, the cars are here. They didn't go to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm alone. Uh, no, I got the reference. Okay. Oh, yeah, we understood. Okay. We grew up in the 90s, too. Yeah, you, well, in the 90s, you had to, like, give stuff like that. Everybody gets the Macaulay Culkin okay. reference. So, anyways, he breaks in, and then he, like, just wanders through the house, like, thinking about... I don't even know. Like, just get your ass up to the bedroom. I know. He's dumb. like, oh, this yeah. house is like so thick. Oh, I want pinball machines. I'm going to have a whole room full of pinball machines. Two refrigerators. <laughs> what do I do with two refrigerators? It is 1993. Who wants a whole room full of pinball machines in 1993? 1993, if somebody gave me a million dollars, I'd be like, I want three Nintendos, a Mortal Kombat machine, get me a, like arcade machine, get me some Jurassic Park arcade machines in here. Not pinball. No. Maybe, Actually, I still want a Mortal Kombat. School. He's old. School. Arcade. Maybe. 
I still want a Jurassic Park arcade game. Uh, well, if I ever win the lottery, I'll buy you one. Oh, thank you. After I buy myself a Mortal Kombat one. <laughs> oh, and a House of the Dead one. Definitely. Does the, like, cheat code work on the, on the machine for Mortal Kombat? No. Hmm. That was, like, the first, like, cheat code. Was that your first cheat code? Yeah, it was, like, the first one I ever, like, the first, not, I don't know if that was the first code, but it was the first, like, series of buttons yeah. you push to make something weird happen. Nice. Um, what next? Oh, he finally makes it to Reba's room. No one's there. Yeah. So he runs out. Because, mm. funny enough, you can't determine somebody's routine by one day. <laughs> so he runs out, they get in the car, and then it stalls. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then they get it started, and yeah. they drive off just in time, because then the cops, like, descend. Yeah. Um... And then Reva never mentions this once. Like, like that the, the, they got broken into. Yeah. Worried. Yeah. Not once. You think she'd be freaking out about that. And her dad, too. Yeah. Like, we need to get some, like, security over here. I don't understand. No. All, All right. her dad does is, like, go out of town. <laughs> her dad is an asshole. <laughs> I know. He was much nicer in the last book. He, and more caring and, yeah. This book, he's like, I don't give a fuck. He's the worst. He's terrible. All right. Then it's back to Riva. She's at work again. Mm, she's being mean to people again. Oh, yeah. She's spraying the internet on people. Although she's being, like, more subtly mean. Yeah. So they don't even know it. Which, yeah. you know, baby steps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the most outrageous part of this book, however, is the fact that Reva went into work early. Like, I don't believe that for a second. Um, is this where she was eating? Her dad asked her to be there, so I feel like anybody else she'd have been like, no, but because it was her dad. I don't know. I feel like there's four things that Reva Dalby likes. Being snarky. Being late, stealing boyfriends, and cashmere in that order. <laughs> no, I think she likes her dad too, but I would put him at the bottom of that list. True. True. She does <laughs> like her dad. It's just less than cashmere. Yeah. Oh, way less. <laughs> it's not even like a contest. Um, all right. So then she talks to Pam and dangles the fact that she uh, is dating her boyfriend kind of in front of her without Pam know it, knowing it. And then we're back to the dumbest criminals alive again. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> well, we didn't work out, so we'll just like do something else tomorrow. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, and that, except not tomorrow. I think they're doing it that night. Oh, really? I, I swear to God, it's the same night. Oh, my God. Like, I swear to God, they're just like, what well, didn't work out this morning? Let's try it tonight. Maybe she'll get home first. Let's like, get my crazy brother involved. I don't, not yet. First, they have to go to Reva's house again. And, uh, they just drive past because they want to see, like, oh, okay. what's going on there. I don't know why. And the, know. well, I think this, they were going to go kidnap her, like, if uh, she got home early. Okay. But then there's, like, cops there because, you know. Somebody tried to break in there that morning. 
Yeah, right. like they're gonna go kidnap her at a house that they tried to break into earlier that the cops came to. Yeah. Like no one's on the alert now. Right. <laughs> and as if the security alarm still doesn't exist. Right. Right. That doesn't work, in case you were wondering. Um and then she, he's like, we can't do it with all those cops around. And she's like, oh, so we're just going to give up? No, walk in there and <laughs> declare the fact that you were just here to kidnap Riva Dalby. Guys, okay, I'm just here. <laughs> God. He's like, no, but I have a new plan. So they go to McDonald's and they talk about how they have, they're going to do it at the store. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They're going to distract her because the perfume counter is near an exit door, which is bullshit because I've been in department stores and it's near like an emergency exit or something. Yeah. Emergency exits are not near perfume counters. No, they're they're right like in the middle. in the back. Yeah, the perfume <laughs> counters are always right in the middle, surrounded by things on all sides. Yeah. Clothes and other things. Like, it, emergency exits are like in the hall with the bathrooms and like the staff elevators. Yeah. But uh, I do think it's a good plan to get Reva to step away from the perfume counter because that's all she ever does. Okay, but the way they go about it is really stupid. Because I know. That should be the easiest part of this plan, and they even fuck that up. It's the dumbest thing. If I was Reva, I wouldn't have left the perfume counter either. Right. Yeah, and like... If he worked there for how long? Two years, he said. Yeah. So, like, wouldn't he know that she's not going to just, she's not a good Samaritan? Yeah. Also, doesn't everybody around, like, in the store recognize him? Yeah. Too, yeah. <laughs> and why is he allowed in the store? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think when that whole thing went down, she, like, she, like, eyeballs them when they were watching Yeah. She's like, ew. She's, like, so gross with her roots. I'm like, ew. What's he doing? He's so dingy. No, she, she says he's cute in, like, a gross way. Yeah, in a white trash way, <laughs> yeah. basically. And basically. then, um, yeah, but she doesn't recognize that he used to work there for two years. I mean, I could see her not knowing it. Right, she yeah, definitely would know. I guess, but, like, everybody else would be like, oh, like... What's he hey, doing here? Paul, you need help finding your girlfriend's contacts? Like, why are you here? Didn't you rob... Didn't you try to, like, see <laughs> right, right. the electronics? <laughs> yeah, didn't you rob this place? Stay out of the electronics section, Paul. <laughs> So they go there, nobody stops them, they walk past the perfume counter, and then Diane pretends that she lost a contact. And she's, she's like, help me, somebody the help most me. Most overdramatic person ever. Well, won't would... anybody please help me? <laughs> anybody? Is there anybody here in this whole store that would just help me? This is not an exaggeration, that is what she does. <laughs> and then, like, and then Reva doesn't help her because. Duh. Yeah, and then Paul gets involved and he's like, come on, girl, help her. He tries to pull her out from behind. Yeah. He's like, uh, no. I would have called security on his ass, and then security would have been like, you're not even allowed in here. What are you doing? <laughs> Reva gives her, like, favorite line, too. She's like, he's like, come on, can you help her? And she's like, I'm on break. Right? <laughs> Classic Reva. I loved it. She's always on break. Yep. Uh, so that doesn't work, in case you're wondering. What is this, attempt number two? Yeah, fail number two. All right, I'm, uh, I'm going to keep track of how many times they fail to kidnap Darby. So Darby. the only smart thing that happens here is that, like other people start like noticing, and then, you know, Diane's like, okay, I found it. Like, yeah, and she's you know, bye. Like, 
Because I don't think he was going to like stop. Even though it was like a fail. Like, yeah. Don't do it. Everyone's looking. Yeah. Like. He was committed. I gotta give him credit for that. But even in the 90s, they have like, oh, I was gonna say they have security tapes, but I forgot. They're on in here, they say the security tapes are down. Remember that? Remember oh, that? yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, I I'm telling you, OSHA, so many issues. Yeah. Also, their insurance would be like, nah, get this fixed now. Yeah, <laughs> like, what if somebody comes in and steals everything? We need to see who it is. Like, what are you doing? This is a terrible department store, and it's going to go under, and then Riva is going to be oh, yeah. super poor. They have no idea what's about to, what's coming their way. I mean, they literally don't. Like, Dolby's, get it together. We got, do you, do you have any idea about the internet and no Amazon and all these things that are coming your way? Dolby's is going under. You can't be acting like this. Oh, my God. Reva would totally be an internet troll. Yes, yeah, she would. 100%. <laughs> she would be on Reddit, like, nonstop. Oh, she would be the worst. Oh, she would be, like, an Instagram model. Oh, yeah, but her secret identity would be troll. True. Yeah, she would have, like, what do they call fake Instagram accounts? Yeah, she, she would. would. have Instagrams out the ass. Oh, my God, she totally would. And she would have, like, like her Instagrams would be, like, well put together. Well, now I want them to rewrite this book. Yeah. <laughs> Modernize it. Yeah, make Thank her an Instagram her. model. Yeah. Super, super secret troll. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I want to write that book. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of like thinking these things in her head, she'll just be typing them. I was an Instagram model and troll. <laughs> Confession of an Instagram troll model. Model <laughs> troll. She'd be like sitting there. Ooh, treasure troll. If you're an Instagram model and you're a troll, you're a treasure troll. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Would she make Pam take all of her pictures? Oh, 100%. A hundred percent. Would she be like, Pam, okay, I'm going to pull my bathing suit up my ass, and you tell me where it is, where, like, how, when to stop to where you can see both cheeks individually. Ew. What Instagram people do you follow? Everybody does that. Like, if someone goes to the beach or something, they pull their bathing suit up their ass so that you can see, like, both ass cheeks perfectly separated. This is why, a gap in between. This is what why is I this? refuse to follow anybody on Instagram I either don't personally know or who is over the age of 30. I don't um, follow any of those people. I just see this shit. Somehow. All right. Um, are we on Reva? Oh, Pam calling Reva. So that night, Pam calls Reva, and she tells her that Victor broke her date, and Reva is so like busy gloating she doesn't realize that she gives herself away by saying by mentioning that he broke two dates when pam only said one and then we're back to the dumbass duo oh soon to be trio oh yeah they get danny involved danny's gonna be involved now danny is prez's uh unstable brother who oh my god so unstable needs to see somebody like now, or he's going to become a serial oh, wait, killer. Yeah, he was involved with this plan. With the oh, right, he was driving. He was driving. Yeah, I and forgot. When they get that. back out of the car, he's just like, well, "Why don't you just kill her?" <laughs> <laughs> like, Which is his answer for literally everything. Yeah, 
uh, maybe we should have just killed her. Like, well, how are we gonna get the money if we just kill her? He like cares. Keely gets out of the McDonald's drive-thru and he's like, they forgot the ketchup. Gotta kill him. Yeah. If he hasn't already killed somebody, I would be very surprised. He really wants to. Like, that's his entire goal in life. It's like, Diane wants to be a criminal mastermind, and he wants to murder people. Yeah. It's um, like... It's like... like the, what? Yes. Like, he's, he's, like, he's like, headaches! Oh, yes. Jekyll and Hyde. I have a theory about that, him and mm-hmm. his headaches. I have okay. a total theory. Okay. Oh, and then Diane and Danny... Oh, is this one Prez, Prez got... Um, yeah, Chris got arrested for getting into a fight, and um, Diane and Danny decide to, you know, kidnap Reva without him. It's not a good they plan. need money to bail him out for bail, yeah, yeah. Although, apparently, not because he gets out somehow. Um, so they go to get her from the stock room at the end of the night, which is actually not the worst plan they've come up with. Except that Danny has no idea in hell what Reva looks like. Right. I mean, if they're, okay, if this is the plan, like, they want to do it at work or whatever, they're not going to go to her house anymore, well, like, why don't you wait till she's walking to her car? I didn't say it was a good plan. I said it wasn't the worst they'd come up with. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm saying, like, here, instead of going into the store and, like, putting yourself in the way of, like, security guards and other people that work there, like, fake out her fucking car, and when she goes to walk to her car at the end of the night, just grab her then. You know which car is hers. It's pretty noticeable. Right. It's probably the only nice car there. It's a bright red Miata. Right? They're really, really stupid. Yeah. And also, they didn't show Danny a picture of Reva or maybe mention she has red hair. <laughs> like, yeah. no. They're like, she'll be in there. Wearing a white sweater. First person you see. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Grab it. <laughs> And it's, maybe they did say that. <laughs> I bet they did. So he does. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, and like, okay, like 30-something-year-old me was like, oh, yeah, totally grabbed the wrong person. 100%. Right. 14-year-old me was probably like, n- had no idea and was like, oh, what? I'm sure, but 13-year-old me was dumb. Well, yeah, <laughs> I agree. 13-year-old me was, was dumb, too. That's why I'm like, I think this works for 13-year-olds because I don't think I would have, like, picked up on the fact that it wasn't her yeah. until they revealed it. Whereas here, as soon as he like put her in the car and like, kept mentioning how they're not showing her head, her head's covered, her head's covered. Right. Like, it's not her. Oh, right. in case you're wondering, it's Pam. Yeah. Obviously it was Pam. For anybody who's confused. I'm yeah, it's definitely Pam, which kind of sucks for Pam. And then they always get caught by security before it even happens. Oh, yeah. Because she won't move the damn car. Right. Which is fucking Plymouth is everywhere. They should recognize it by now. They not have the license. Like, they keep driving by the house and parking in the loading dock at the store. Like, there should be, like, an APB out for this car. I mean, okay, this would be the easiest freaking, like, crime to solve in the whole world because they pulled her over for her headlight being out in front of her of their house. Right. And then, like, somebody kidnaps, not her, but, like, somebody they thought was her or whatever it is. Right. Like, they should just be like, oh, like, this Plymouth. And, and the security guard saw it, so like, it was a Plymouth. And they would be like, oh, my God, there was a Plymouth in front of her house that we pulled over. Let's go look up. Whenever you pull someone over, you run their plane. So, I... 
also have a theory about how nobody bothered to call the cops when they was kidnapped. No, yeah, that's true. So they take her back to the house and they're like, they wait 24 hours and then they like call. And then they call Mr. Dol- Dolby and he's like, you don't, got the wrong person. Don't Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go back to uh watching TV and eating popcorn. He's like, my daughter's right here. We're fine. So see bye. <laughs> Wait, can we talk about this guy going into a blind rage every time he gets a headache? Cause... I'm serious about it. Do you want me yeah. To- I do, because, like, that's the most outrageous thing I've ever heard. Like, that's not how migraines work. No, it's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. No, you guys, he has a tumor. He's literally dying. Oh, my God. Hasn't been to see the doctor, so it's grown exponentially. Like, if if he hadn't walked into an elevator shaft, sorry, I'm spoiling the end of the book. He would have been dead within like a week. Right. I like at one point I was like, is he having an aneurysm? Like he what has, is happening here? I think there's more tumor than brain left in his brain. I yeah. Like I, and instead of getting like cool, like supernatural powers like John Travolta, instead he just gets terrible rage. I think he drank like his one of the science science experiments. And <laughs> It turned him dumb, and also every like time he gets a headache, he turns into a. But he's from Waynesbridge. Yeah. This is not Victor Michelle. We can't have the Frankenstein <laughs> reference. No, that, that was a that was a Mr. Hyde reference. I mean, that's what he's saying. Like, right. I get a headache and I can't control myself. So this book is basically League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> we just need Amina Harker, an Invisible Man. And uh, Reva Dalby is obviously Dorian Gray. Because if Reva Dalby's going to be anybody from classic literature, it's Dorian Gray. I bet she, I bet she's actually like an 80-year-old woman and there is a picture of her in her attic getting grosser by the day. Oh my god. New headcanon. <laughs> so, part two, another kidnapping. Although it's just the same one. <laughs> <laughs> like, why did this part two start here? I don't know. Okay. Because now they just still have her, and they're like, what do we do with her now? They needed the cliffhanger of, Reva's right here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now they're like, what do we do with her? And like, we have to kill her. <laughs> of course. So, yeah. I feel like, I feel a little bad for Pam, though. Like, yeah. she keeps getting into the shit, and like, she did not do anything, and okay. she got kidnapped. And that has to be traumatizing. I agree. She did do stuff last book. Yeah, last book, she did shit. But also, Reva's terrible. Okay, that doesn't excuse the crime. It doesn't mean that she's like, she was Diane in the last book. Yeah. Or she wasn't like, she wasn't like, like the person coming up with the idea of it. And she was vaguely smart. She was like the getaway driver. She was exactly the same. Like, she was like freaking out as soon as they left. Oh my god, oh my god. True. Same character. No, and this time when she gets kidnapped here, like it's definitely not her fault. I feel bad for her here. I mean, and then this headache guy is basically the loose cannon guy from the last book. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then the brother is like the other dude. So this is like basically the exact. It's the same book. Okay. (laughs) It's the same book. But lamer. Because yeah. there's not, like, lipstick with needles in it and yeah. fume bottles full of blood and heads in presents. It's it, way less thought out. 
It's way less. That's because there wasn't dramatic. a there wasn't a second person sending the gift. We needed, Remember, there was like last time it was like they were trying to rob the thing, but the whole true. time somebody else was sending her the presents. Uh, we needed somebody to be a vampire. Yeah, Victor should have been a always second twist. We did. We needed a second twist. Always. An FBI guy doesn't count. <laughs> All right, so Pam's struggling to get out. She's super pissed that she's not gonna die because of Reva, which fair. Yeah. Okay, and Reva's talking on the throne to Victor, being like, "I almost got kidnapped," and he's like, "But Pam did, right? right. Yeah, but I almost did." Okay. That's she's her. so fucking self-centered. <laughs> she's like, he's like, yeah, Pam's actually missing. Like, it could be dead right now. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, but I almost was. <laughs> wow. So he's like, "Should I come over?" And she's like, no. And I'm like, what? This isn't even this. She would have said yes. No, I think she's over him already. Oh, oh, because like it's he's too eager. Yeah. Okay. She thinks he's dumb. She thinks all guys are dumb. So. I think she just likes to see if she can get them, and then yeah, she can. Oh she, yeah. Like this is no fun. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She has to be with the guy who like hates her guts and is like, get away from me. What happened to the guy from the last book who was like, everybody feels sorry for you? I liked him. Yeah. Where is he? Where is he now? We need he him. got over her real fast. We need him to, like, the voice of reason right now. Agreed. To be like, Reba, nobody likes you. <laughs> we wish you would have got kidnapped instead of being. Okay? True. That's fair. All right. So then she tells him about his, about her dream. And that's where this, uh, the cover comes in. Oh, yeah. She's like running through her department store and then someone grabs her and it's really Santa. Yeah. Which is totally PTSD from the first book. Right. Oh, she, when she's not being crazy bitchy, she's PT, like she has serious PTSD. Yeah. And, you know, apparently has not seen a therapist. Yeah. When she sees like a sack in the middle of her driveway and she's just like, I gotta go. And... She runs down the driveway and it's Pam, but she's dead. She's not. Not. (laughs) Because of course she's not. I'm going to fall for that, Bob. What am I, new? (laughs) (laughs) Remember when you did fall for that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was new. Yeah, Cassie gets it now. Also, I like in this chapter that Reva's like, my dad's not going to pay for Pam. He has his principles. He is not going to pay a kidnapper. And like three chapters later, she chooses her tune real fast. Okay, but what she meant was he's not going to pay a kidnapper for Pam. Right. was right because he didn't even stay around. He was like, sorry. I, I get that my niece has been kidnapped, but peace, I get a business meeting in another city. Yeah. <laughs> like, he left. That's so, oh, that's cold. Yeah. <laughs> he does not care about Pam. No, he doesn't. So, she's still alive, and oh, then Victor runs in. And he's, Reed, like, right around the corner, apparently. Rita's actually really nice here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is. And then she's like, oh my god, like, what happened? And she's like, well, they, you know, they decided to let me go since your dad wasn't going to give them money. And they're going to Canada, so don't look for them. <laughs> right. <laughs> so here's where I knew Pam was helping them, because yeah. otherwise that story's fucking nuts. 
Yeah. That's that's like a like a Dina level story. Like nobody believes you. <laughs> See, I didn't know until she invited her over. I one hundred percent. Oh yeah. No, as soon as she said like come over to decorate. This oh yeah. Room, okay. Yeah. No, as soon as as soon as they dropped her off, uh, I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, like, suspected it, but I didn't know, no, until she said, like, come on over. Josh Reva goes shopping. Josh sends a postcard. Reva goes shopping. <laughs> oh First of all, why isn't she shopping at her dad's store? Because she won't spend that kind of money on anybody except uh, herself. Oh, my God. So she goes shopping at, like, this, like, off-brand mall. No, she went to the Division Street Mall. Oh, yeah, that's right. But she went into the Cozy Corner, which apparently sells, like, cheap ass earrings yeah but like why is it called the cozy corner then i assume it was in the corner of the mall oh uh, like a corner store <laughs> that's all i got for you okay. and she um, then she like she almost buys peanut butter and jelly like sandwich earrings don't do that Reba. that's <laughs> just not okay i'm into it i'd wear those you wouldn't oh boy i would i would too I used to have, I mean, I still do, but I don't wear them anymore. A, like, pretty extensive collection of weird earrings. Yeah, same. How very Claudia, Claudia Kishi of you. Mm-hmm. So, the, oh, she's, like, being followed around by a guy who looks like Elvis Presley. Right. And I was like, what? This is where I thought, oh, I guess he's gotten out of jail. Yeah, but it wasn't him. I think it was supposed to throw you off. Yeah, we're supposed to think that it was press following her, but it's not. But it's not. Yeah, but you don't find that out to the end. Yeah, but that's just annoying. Yeah, and then she's back at work, and her fingernails are still purple. Mm-hmm. She's still being rude in her head, at least. Baby steps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Pam is there, and uh, I'm 100% with Reva on this. She was like, uh, "Why are you here? Yeah, you were just kidnapped." Yeah. And Pam's like need the money and she's like isn't there like kidnapping pay your uncle owns this store and he's not giving you time off after being kidnapped mr galby's the worst yeah if this was like today because she would have went to the hospital because she like was knocked out you know and then like galby's would have to like come to the hospital and present her with one of the giant checks probably for like pr yeah like have to his pr people like you have to do this no, you know what, because they're related, he he would have had to make a big display of how he was so worried, and he was so, like, yeah, you know, like, oh, my niece, and whatever. Yeah, because it would be, like, really, the media would have been like, what the hell? Like, they would have had to have them over for Christmas dinner. Yeah. There would have had to have been big pictures, Instagram and videos, posts, yeah. and Facebook, Snapchat. Oh, yeah, it would have been all over it. So this is where Pam invites uh, Reva. For Christmas. Right. Or for decorating. And I guess I'm old because, honestly, Pam, uh, like, describes this whole, like, old-fashioned Christmas thing, and I thought it sounded, like, fun. I was like, I want to trim a tree and drink hot chocolate and put presents under the chair. I I don't think it says you're old. I think I would have found that fun back then, too. Reba's like, and that's the worst. I'm surprised that she said yes, though. It's very out of character. I think she still feels bad. Does she? I think so. I think because Pam was like really hurt and she was, you know, she was right there at the, she was the first one to find her. And mm-hmm. she was, you know, I think she feels a little bad. There's a heart. You just have to like find it. And it's <laughs> really deep. So she shows up at 
Pam's house with like presents, which I'm like, what? yeah, she's super nice. Yeah, I know. I was like, what is this? And, and then, then she gets kidnapped. Yeah, they both get kidnapped. <laughs> they both get kidnapped. And then chapter 26 is called Body Bags in the Trash Dump. What body bags? And I'm like, it's what trash dump. It's just because she was like, they'll kill me and put me in a body bag yeah. and throw me somewhere. Yeah, but I'm like, why is this the title of the chapter? That is a weird mm-hmm. title. Okay, so body bags in the trash dump. Yeah. It's basically just them riding in the car and her like thinking about what's going to happen to her. And that's it. And the chapter just, uh, title basically tells you what she thinks is going to happen to yeah. her. And then, you know, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde guys, like, we need to kill. Yeah. Uh, then they take them to Dolby's because they're stupid. Yeah. And this <laughs> is the part where I was like, what? Does it look like that the whole book, but. Yeah. When does he break her arm? Uh, it, when they get to Dolby's, I think. Okay. When they get upstairs. Yeah. Okay. Because, mm-hmm. like, I was thinking, like, he's so steamed up like he wants to beat the shit out of her and she hasn't even opened her mouth he doesn't have any idea how terrible she is right well he already uh, wants to beat her up she fought back and uh like gave him a fat lip true 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 which like that whole kidnapping scene was so like like limbs flailing everywhere and i don't understand how they had chloroform for the dog when it comes time to like get reva they're like relying on wool blankets or whatever so where the hell did they get chloroform yeah good question like you that's not something you pick up at cvs (laughs) I, i don't understand how they have that anyway yeah, and how much of it did they have that they only had enough for the dog? That's all they had. Well, Mr. Dr. Jekyll messed it up for them. <laughs> but then, I guess he, you know, crossed over to the bad place and he couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> He's no longer Dr. Jekyll. He's, yeah. It's only Hyde now. Yes. I believe it. Yeah. So he's like, no mess ups this time. Okay, well you're back in the fucking uh there you you kidnapped somebody and took them basically to their house. Pretty right. much. Like, you were like, and then walked in the front door and was like, I have kidnapped her, see her? <laughs> right. Now give me money. <laughs> so true. <laughs> um I mean, why did they go there? There's no reason. There's no reason for this. I don't know. It's so Take dumb. her somewhere. I mean, I when they first pulled, they said, like, not, they acted like it was a warehouse or something that they took it to, and I was like, yeah. okay. No, I knew it was Dolby's. I didn't, and I was like, oh, well, that would make sense, like, if they found an abandoned warehouse to take them to, because they didn't want their neighbors to hear and shit like that. That would make sense, which is why I knew that's not what it was. <laughs> right. You know where they should have taken her is to an old abandoned mansion on Fear Street because Pam lives on Fear Street. Yeah. They were really close to it. They didn't even have to transport her very far. Yeah, and there's like a million abandoned houses there anyway. Right. And or the old abandoned old abandoned mills right down the road. Right, but that's a damn It's it uh like on and off. <laughs> this is an off time period. Yeah, like they don't need a dance club right now. <laughs> it might be a dance club. It might be an old dilapidated mill. Who right. knows? But 
Yeah, like that would have made sense. Going to the department store where there's people working and they had to like knock the guard out. Right. The one guard. One guard. After everything that happened last year, they have one guard. One guard, no security cameras, <laughs> and no elevators. And they take her to like some room. I don't know. Like near the offices, I guess. On the fifth floor. I thought, okay, so I thought when they were dragging her and they were like, okay, they're going to like try to get her to open the safe. And she knows the code or something. Yeah. Yeah, that would have made sense. But no. Um, also, how many floors are in this department store? And it's a, not so much a department store, but an actual mall now. Because there's also a boutique, like, shoe store. Oh, really? In there. Yeah. At one point, she says a boutique, <laughs> like a shoe boutique or something. And I'm like, but you're a department store. You, you, you just have the one. <laughs> shoe department, yeah. No. It's obviously, at this point, because it's convenient, it's, they've made it into some sort of mall, because, like, whenever the cops show up at the end, she's like, how in the world did you find us in this giant place? Right. Like, what? <laughs> I think, like, uh, a couple cops can spread out on a department store and <laughs> cover the whole damn thing pretty damn fast, even if it's a couple floors. Yeah, come on. So, they go up to wherever... Fifth floor. Fifth floor. floor. But is that where, like, the offices are? I think so. That's what I assume. This is where the kids' stuff is. Oh, okay. Because she talks about how Santa's town is there, and, like, there's the kids' department and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Last year, Santa's town was, like... No, she mentioned, she says this year, Santa's, um, this is where Santa's workshop is. Oh, okay. I guess oh, yeah. they didn't want the kids to be, like, right. anywhere near where there was once a dead body. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. And then Reva, like, remembers them. Yeah. From before. Because they take off their, like, blindfolds. Why did they do that? I don't know. Why would they take off any of the stuff? They had, like, a gag on them, too. I don't know. Like, that makes no sense unless you were planning on killing them from the start, and the mm-hmm. only person who was planning on doing that was Danny. Mm-hmm. Danny doesn't take it off, does he? I think it's one of the other two. If it's Danny, that would make sense. Yeah. No, it's, it's Diane. She's mm-hmm. like, well, you win the prize. So she's like, I know where we are. We're in my father's store. And she said, you win the prize. Pull off their blindfolds. Otherwise, we'll never get them to the room. That makes no sense. You already got them all the way up there with blindfolds on. Right. Just whatever. There's two guys. Can't they carry them? Anyways, Reba's like, untie my hands. And they're like, okay, no. And then <laughs> this is where Pam's like, wait, untie my hands. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're going to leave. Is this where they're about to leave? And Pam's like, excuse me, let me go. Yeah. And they're like, nope. Right, but before they break her arm. Oh, right, right. Oh, yeah, because Danny's, like, psychotic. Yeah. Danny breaks her arm. He has the bloodlust, and he has to. (laughs) Maybe he did see a therapist, and it was the werewolf, and now he's a werewolf. Maybe. That would have been better. That's what the headache is. Is he part of, like, the um, Bad Moonlight crew? Yeah, I think so. He's actually on their crew. He, like, does the setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is. He literally is their crew. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. 
so um yeah and then pam's like but what about but like you gotta let me go because like we're you know we're in on this right and Rafe's like what and pam's like yeah <laughs> no remorse she's like uh you're a bitch so, right she yeah she shouldn't have remorse I feel like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I feel like, on the one hand, stole my bro boyfriend. On the other hand, said I would help kidnappers kidnap you. There's like a disproportionate, uh... Okay, yeah, but there's more to it than that, because right. on the one hand, yeah, stole my boyfriend, but also for years and years and years, it's been like this horrible person to me and everybody else around them. And then on top of it, I go kidnapping and none of you give a shit. Right. She doesn't know that though. She does. Not until after she gets back. Yeah, and that's when they make the deal with her. So no. Like, what do we do now? They made the deal with her when she was still kidnapped. Yeah, because they called him and he was like, my daughter's right here. And they're like, uh, he won't pay for you. Right. I'm team Pam here. I'm, yeah, yeah I'm definitely team Pam. She's feels like the real victim here like i know that she was part of the scheme in the last book and i know that you know helping these people kidnap your cousin is not a good thing but she was treated like shit for years from reva and like everyone hates reva i don't disagree with that but i that doesn't excuse like being part of a kidnapping like, she could have easily agreed to that, and then as soon as she was, like, let go, gone to the cops. True. That's what she should have been. Like. Yeah, I mean, that's what she should have done. That's what a normal person would have done. Right? But she lives on Fear Street, so she's not normal. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, if the choice is Reva or Pam, I'm going to go with Pam. I don't think that's the choice. And, like, Reva's obviously a descendant of the Fears, because she's, she's right here. here. Right. So, like, she needs to die. Do you think it's on her mom's side? It's just, I don't know. Because if not, then Kim is also, or Pam, Pam is also. Yeah, it must be on her mom's side. So, I mean, she's she's cursed anyway. She's going down. <laughs> so it's like, well, you know. Well, she's got one more book to try and make it through. Mm -hmm. so, so they're like trying to get away. So then they, I don't know, make up a little bit. Yeah, and then they get away. To like team up. To try to get away. Mm -hmm. And Pam, like, gets out of her... Restraints. Yeah. Although, and then they're, like, running around and doing all this stuff. Uh, you have a broken arm, Biatch. Like, right. you're doing all this. Like, she's, like, rolling around on the floor and, like... Also, this is your store. Do you not know how to get around in your <laughs> own store? Yeah. You literally grew up in this store. Yeah. Like, I know how to get around in, like, my local stores. Right? Like, the stores, like, the Minerva Mall stores and stuff like that. Like, I know every... Like, blindfold. Yeah. Come on. Especially at 16 or 17 or however old she is. In back in the 90s when it was, like, mall cool. Mm hmm You know? Like, it was, that was what you did. I lived at the mall. Right. There's no way she couldn't get out of this place, like, immediately. And, like, new secret ways to get right? out and stuff. Yeah, like, she knew nothing. Like, her being, like, from this, like, owning this store gave her no edge. She should have, she should have known where the emergency stairwells were. Like, an emergency pool thing. Right? Anything. She knew nothing. 
So at one point they go to get on the employee elevator, but then Reva remembers that it's broken. So they go the other way and then it opens and it turns out it's not broken. And that's also foreshadowing. Yeah. And then they run around a little bit more. There's mannequins. There are mannequins, which are probably the scariest part of this entire (laughs) book. Yeah. Because I maybe have a little bit of a fear of getting, like, buried by mannequins and, like, suffocating to death. Is that yeah. weird? No, I feel like we talked about this last time, because there was mannequins in the last book, too. <laughs> I just, you know, I just can't. <laughs> I feel like next book, you're really going to be, like, not going to be able to read it. I'm assuming Silent Night 3 is about vampire mannequins. <laughs> I think that's what the cover would lead you to believe. <laughs> I think mannequins are like your aliens, Cassie. Oh, I, yeah. I'm just not a, I'm not a fan. Mannequins yeah. for Mia are like aliens for me. Yeah. Um, and zombies for me. I'm going to blame Kim Cattrall. <laughs> that's not true. I actually loved that movie. I did too, even though I'm sure it's terrible. I'm sure it is. <laughs> So, basically, they run around the department store for a while, and then eventually, like, um, they think they're caught because the elevator door opens, and it's the guy that had been following Reva, and she's like, oh, no, they're with uh, the Wonder Trio or whatever, and everybody else is like, no, they're, no, he's not. He's a cop. He goes to arrest Prez and Diane. Reva thinks that she's safe. Danny goes after her with a gun. Pam saves her life. Danny dives into the elevator shaft and has decided to end his life, apparently, and falls five floors and dies. Yeah, we got Chekhov's elevator. I fell for it the first time. I thought that Prez and Diane actually did jump through that elevator shaft. So I haven't learned my lesson that hard. I did too at first, because I I was like, really? This is how it's going to end? Yeah. Like, oh, wow, they just fall into the elevator. The end. Oh, that would have been hilarious. I would have loved that. Well, I wouldn't have, like, put it past them. (laughs) Right. I mean, that's, that's like a classic kid's teen way to end a movie though because mm-hmm. the the hero can't actually destroy the villain the villain has to be destroyed by their own hubris so you know they jump down the elevator shaft and they die yeah except this is fear street and like bob doesn't care about just killing everybody true so it was yeah they didn't did they get captured yeah, so mm-hmm. Diane and Prez get arrested. Danny dies. Nobody mentions the fact that Pam was in on it, so she gets off scot free. Mm-hmm. And then Reva thinks she's going to be nice again, but we all know that won't happen. Yeah, right. does she actually say she's going to be nice again? No, I don't think she okay. does. Okay, last time she was like, "I swear, I'm going to be nice." Oh. But this one was like, "Not even gonna." Oh, and Victor shows up, and uh, Reva thinks he's coming for her, but he's really going for Pam, and she's like, "Thank God." <laughs> Because she's over it. Yeah. Oh my god, guys. Coming in January, the new boy. Oh my god. Not even wait. <laughs> oh my god. Um, actually, in the back of mine is if you is uh, an advertisement you can send away for LJ Smith's The Forbidden Game Trilogy. 
And this is actually a trilogy I still reread like once a year. Really? Yeah. Mm. You know what trilogy I reread? It was the uh, like Christopher Pike. Remember me? Yeah. Vampire. Remember me. Uh, that book was, or those books were fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher Pike gave me trauma. But they like repackaged it and called it something different. And Did you not know you were reading it? Until, like, I was like, oh, Christopher Pike wrote a new book. Like, this was, like, years ago. Like, maybe five years ago. And I was like, Christopher Pike wrote a new book? That's, like, really interesting. Maybe I'll read it. And I, like, started reading it. It took me, like, at least 50 pages to be like, wait a minute. <laughs> this is a 90s book. You're like, I know what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, not only have I read this before, but it t- it's clearly not a today book. It's bad. All right, any last thoughts? Uh... No. Cassie? Um, I, yeah, I just thought this book was so boring. Agreed. There's so many missed opportunities. I really think Bob phoned it in. Um, I don't understand at the end why, like, what the fuck with the elevators? First it wasn't working, then it was working, then it what? wasn't working. One, one, one wasn't. Yeah. All right. That's, one on the left side. That's a fucking cop out, Bob. You're better than that. Um, and then the the cop was like, "That's not important. How I find you is not important." Yeah, it's fucking important. Like, how long did you know where they were? And he was just like, not able to find them in the store. Um, actually, I think most of their time was taken up by trying to figure out how to use that fancy caller ID thing. True, true. <laughs> also, it's a real missed opportunity because I was hoping that they were going to call uh, Mr. Dalby at the store so we could have the, the call is coming from inside the house moment. That would have yeah. been cool. But we did not get that. Yeah, I um, I thought the ending was a little bit better because there was a lot of action, but for the most part, this book was like a slog to get through. Yeah, I didn't mind it. Okay. I just felt like it was, you know, ninety. <laughs> Michelle liked all the sweaters and turtlenecks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. There were a lot of sweaters. Um. All right, well then, do you have any counts for us? Yeah. I'm sure you got all the sweaters. <laughs> uh, six. Yep. Wow. Is that more or less than last time? Uh, and last Silent Night? Yeah. Okay, let me look. Oh, no, last time we had eight. Oh. Yeah. Less sweaters this time. Mm-hmm. There are less characters this time. Yeah, and Reva doesn't change as much. Yeah. Well, she's not in it as much. Right. She's barely in the first half of the book. Right. And, like, the character, she, they didn't describe the other character's clothing except to say, like, shabby. Yeah. So. Uh, there was only one kill. Yeah. 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 There needed to be more death. There was one broken arm. Always. In the last one, there, you need to up the ante with the sequels. Agreed. It should be more, not less. Agreed. Yeah. He did not raise the stakes at all. There were no stakes. No. Um, uh, the dated references, I have Blue Doc Martens, uh, the, okay, him, like, marveling at the carpet, I feel like that, he's like, when I'm rich, I'm gonna have, like, a whole house full of, like, thick, 
plush carpet. Like, I feel like nobody that's rich has thick plush carpet. We all take carpet off now. Nobody has carpet anymore. Right, exactly. Like, nobody's like, like, but in this book, the whole entire, every time they talk about, that. every time they talk about the, the Dolby's house, it's always talking about how great their carpet is. I'll count, yeah, I'll count that because now we're just like, ugh, carpet. Carpet, yeah. Like, I'm like that. I hate carpet. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. anybody would. If you, if you entered a mansion and it was full of carpet, you'd be like, this is so, like. Yeah, like, what is wrong with Why me? are you not updating this? Yeah. yeah. Um, in Sassy Magazine. Sassy! <laughs> yeah. Oh. Which I have the board game on, and I will find. Yeah, you need to. Because it, we need to read some of the cards on this podcast. They have, like, question cards. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. I'm there. I don't have any recurring characters except for like the ones from the last book. Just Reva and Pam. Yeah. Does that count in a trilogy? Not really. Not really recurring. No. Um, fashions. There were a lot of fashions in this book. Wait, what about, did you say the uh, caller ID for tech? Oh, no. That, what did they call it though? They didn't they call, call it caller Yeah, ID. they didn't call it that. I remember I said. Like call revealer or something? Yeah. Your phone in the house has a number revealer. Number yeah. revealer. A number revealer. Also, we learned that the makeout spot is called River Ridge. For future reference. One of the makeout spots. Yeah. There's a lot. True. I feel like that's a safer one, though, than like going to Fear Lake. Good point. Yeah, you should definitely avoid Fear Lake. Yeah. So, okay, the fashion, like, okay, so. Pam was wearing this like awesome Christmas outfit. Yeah. It was a red stretch top, whatever that is. No idea. Uh, green tight, or no, red tights and a green skirt. And then she had re- red and green ribbons in her hair. Do you think they were like actual like like ribbon from a package like tied yes. into her yes, hair? Yes, I do. Because this is 1993. And, like, curled. Yeah. 100% okay. I do. I thought it was going to be revealed that Pam was, like, an elf in Santa's workshop with that outfit on, but... Oh, uh, yeah. That would have been a good punishment. He was just like... You work at our store, you're an elf. Right. But no, that was... She was unironically wearing that. (laughs) Right. And then, oh, uh, Reva had a floppy navy blue hat that she had to, like, spend an extra half an hour adjusting. Of course. What the hell with that hat? What was I don't know. Do you think that was a hat that we wore in the 90s? Uh, I'm assuming it was a... uh, Like a blossom hat? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was just going to say. Do you think it was a blossom hat? Your sister? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Um, Which is, oh, the hat was why they didn't know what she looked like. Right. Because she was like... Because a hat covers your entire face. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, and then they had the brown leather bomber jacket. Because matters matters who I know. Yeah. All right, anything else? No. Give me theories besides your... Well, I have the Danny theory. He's definitely dying of a brain tumor. Okay. Um... I also, this isn't so much, well, it's sort of a theory. I have this theory that after Mr. Dalby um, got off the phone with the kidnappers, like, he never told anybody, and, like, when uh, Like, the first time? Yeah, and then when his brother called and was, like, looking for Pam, 
he never once like mentioned anything. So nobody knew that like she was even missing. Right. Mm. Or that the cops like nobody told the cops that there she was potentially kidnapped or anything. He was just like, I gotta go out of town. Yeah. I can't I think, deal with this shit. I, I honestly think that's what happened. Um, but that's it. I don't have any like add to the lore of Shady Side because the Shady Side was barely in this book. All right. Do we have ratings? I have a rating. Go for it. I am going to give this one out of three stupid criminals. One, oh, because there's three of them. One? Out of three. Yeah. One out wow. of three. I did not like this book. I am going to give it two out of five OSHA violations. Okay. I'm going to give it three out of five uh, bitchy, snarky head thoughts. <laughs> So do we have any last thoughts before we move on? We're all kind of like, eh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I liked it while I was reading it, but now we're talking about it, I don't like it as much. <laughs> but, like, like, hear me out. The reason why I liked it is because I just feel like this could be a 90s movie, a 90s Christmas movie. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there are 90s Christmas movies like this. So it was just Home Alone in your head the entire right. time. Right, like, the bumbling criminals who, like, can't get it together, but they want to kidnap, like, the daughter of the, like, department store, and, like, but she's a bitch, and, like, that would be a good movie in the 90s. I don't disagree with you. It I think, has all the right elements. I think that this would very much work out as, like, a com- dark comedy right. Christmas movie. Yeah, right. I, I agree with you. But that's not how it was written. No, it wasn't, <laughs> but that's why I liked it, I think. Um, so, all right, well, what else are we reading and watching and listening to? Anybody? Kathy? Um, well, I lately have been enjoying more historical fiction. I feel like I need to take a break from fantasy. Um, I'm just getting kind of burnt out by it, as evidenced by Kingdom of Ash um, and that brick of a book. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I just finished Outrun the Moon by Stacey Lee, which was really, really good. Um, it's about the earthquake in San Francisco in 1906. And it's told from this perspective of a young Chinese American woman um so i really liked it uh and today i just started manhattan beach by jennifer egan um which is another historical fiction thing so um yeah that's what i'm reading and enjoying um and then watching i'm still i'm working my way through the chilling adventures of sabrina um, I have two more episodes to watch. You like it? Yeah, I mean, it's okay. It's definitely, like, they took it in a full 180 from the, um, from the, like, 90s, early 2000s sitcom. Like, it's gone very dark. Well, it's from the, you know, it's from a comic right. book. It's not from right. the TV show. Right, I know. I just read the comic as well. Oh, did you? Um, so yeah, I mean I see the influences and I know that the writer also wrote the comic book, so I understand. But I'm just saying like 
to the uninitiated or people who aren't familiar with the comic and I wasn't before watching it okay all I can think is like wow they really this took a dark turn so all right um let me know what you think when you finish it what about you so I'm reading this book called We Will All Go Down Together by Gemma Files. And this one is a bunch of interconnected short stories, which is really cool. Um, they're very weird. Like all the stories are super weird. They mix like, like witches and like, like the devil and like, uh, like fae, like, cha- yeah, I'm like, Irish, you know, mythology, fae, fairy type stuff. And then like, like interdimensional beings. It's all very, very weird and like meshed together. But all the, yeah, but all the stories like connect to one another. And there's a lot of, um, a lot of characters that are in multiple stories and. Is it one author? Yeah. It's one author. It's really good. It's very long and I don't always have the best, um, patience when it comes to long books. But I'm really liking this one, and I'm like two thirds of the way through. And then I am watching. I'm very excited about this. So there's this teen New Zealand teen show. What? Back I like it already. In the late '90s, early 2000s. Okay. Called The Tribe. I'm on board. It was about a virus comes and kills all the adults. Okay. And so it's like gone. Just, right. Okay. And it's just the kids left and they have to survive. And a lot of the kids have turned, have created these tribes. It's and like they Lord like, of the Flies. Basically. Right. And it's about this one group of kids that are trying to like be like a family and live together and not like get like the box mixed up and stuff. <laughs> kind of. And it's amazing. And I loved it. And it's streaming on Amazon Prime now. Oh my God. And I'm so into it. Did you watch it back in the day? Yeah. Oh, really? Um, I don't think I watched it. Like I watched it like my freshman year of college, I think. Cause I think I downloaded it either from Napster or um or LimeWire or Kazaa yeah. because I started college right as Napster was being shut down, so I only got to use it like a handful of times. Mm. Um, and then we had to switch over to LimeWire and Kazaa, all those other ones. And, like Care Bear or whatever. Yeah, Bear. whatever those are. <laughs> so I downloaded it from that, and I watched it, and I loved it. And I I watched clips on YouTube over the years, but they didn't have like the oh full series. God. Oh, I'm so into it. It's on what? It's on Amazon Prime. Oh my god, I'm looking it up when I get home. So I cannot it's, wait. To watch oh my god, it's so old. I can't it's wait. ridiculous. That's like okay. There was a teen soap um, on Nickelodeon, like very sporadically, called Fifteen. I loved Fifteen. Okay, but it's called something else in Canada. Really? Yeah. Ryan Reynolds is in it. I know. I watched. That's like my tribe. I watched the crap out of Fifteen. Yeah. It came on right before Welcome Freshmen. Or yeah. right after Welcome Freshman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you can't do this on television. They were all yeah, in the same, all, like, block. Yeah. yeah. And I remember... Um, Maybe. I remember thinking that 15 was better than Welcome Freshman. 15 Canadian TV show. It was called something else in Canada. Because I'm like, what is this show? I can't... Hillside is what it was called. Huh. You know, in Canada. I had no and idea. And they changed the name to 15 for, like, the U.S. audiences. That's awesome. I would totally watch that again. Me too. So if that's ever on any channels, you have to. Reading. I just finished uh, a book called Truly Devious by Maureen 
Johnson. And it's like a first in a series. And yeah. Yeah. It was 400 and some pages. And like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but when I'm reading, I know it's a series, but when I'm reading like a mystery series, I expect at the end of the first book for there to be like a conclusion to one mystery and then like another comes to light. And we mm-hmm. have to solve that maybe. There should be like at 400 pages, there should be some sort of Payoff. answers yeah a payoff there was nothing it was just like oh. it could have been so good but it's just like you can't do that what i learned from this podcast is we are all way too impatient for long books right i know like, <laughs> I'm, i really am i don't like long books i was almost didn't read it because it was 400 pages are you- but now i'm reading a book called a danger to herself and others by Alyssa b shinemel Sorry if I'm not pronouncing that right. It's about this girl who's like in a some kind of institution and like her root because her roommate was like fell out of a window and they think like she did it. And but like it's like a very unreliable narrator type story. I love like, those. You don't know if she like really did it or if like anything's real or if there even is a roommate at this point. I'm like, I don't even know if that's true. Like you don't know if anything's true. I am all about an unreliable narrator. Yeah. narrator. Yeah. I don't know if it will be. I'll have to wait and see like what the answers are before I like know if it was like good. Right. But because sometimes it kind of shit pisses me off. But I think uh, I saw that on NetGalley and I was thinking about requesting it. But I read her. She did a Peter Pan retelling mm-hmm. a few years ago and I hated it. Uh, I was like, oh, I know this author. I don't think I want to read that. Mm-hmm. But Oh, second star. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Oh, was so bad. I didn't read that. Um, oh, she did the Sunshine Girl book. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I didn't know that was her. Speaking of books, I thought I shouldn't read because I hated the author. Is uh, I almost requested on NetGalley a book from the author of that um, Salem making out with Me ghosts. Me too. Me too. Yeah. It sounds so good. It does. It but does. it's that author. It's called like November Girl or Kill yeah, November. Yeah. I think it's called Kill November. And yeah. it's like the author of How to Hang a Witch. Yeah. And she it, it's Wait, did you guys not like that? No. No. I didn't read it, but a lot of people were like were recommending yeah. it and like talking well, it up. It was a bestseller. I yeah. So. And oh, then she's like the name I like immediately want to read. She it was saying she's a number one New York Times bestseller. So yeah, but that's that a, this, this is, it's like a boarding school book. Oh, look at that cover! Doesn't it look good? Come on, you guys! No, I know, but I don't know if I could trust it. It's like a it's a boarding school that has like classes that are knife throwing. Poisons. Of Somebody request it. I'll read it and review it. <laughs> I don't think it works like that. But and then I'll be someone... like a guest reviewer on your blog. Okay. Come on, I really want to read this. I, now. Actually, I'm gonna try. I this is one of the books I put down on my list that I wanted to try to get in our tours. So if we do, I'll get you a copy. Okay. Um, it sounds really good, but yeah, like, well, her last book had a ghost romance. Oh, no, it did not. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I quit reading it after that. She was making out with a ghost. No. Out. Unless it is Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore, we (laughs) do not do that shit. I know. Or Casper. 
he was not a ghost when he kissed her. No, but he was technically still a ghost, right? Doesn't count. If it's Devin Sawa in any form, you can kiss him, okay? Not in Casper form, that's weird. I mean, if it's actually him. Okay. Not in cartoon Casper <laughs> that looks nothing like him. But if he's, like, transparent, but it still looks like him, you can kiss him. All right, I'm okay with that again. Um, are you watching anything? Oh, yeah. I'm watching, actually, Cassie, I'm watching an Australian show. Huh? See? It's called The Kettering Incident. Oh, I saw that. Which you cannot watch it, Cassie, because it's about aliens. Okay, cool. but is it good? Or it I may was, be about aliens. I was thinking about watching it. Well, um, I only am into the third episode, and it it's okay. All right. It's about this woman who, like, when she was a kid, like, one of her friends, they were, like, riding their bikes in the woods, and her friend disappeared, and, like, everybody thinks she did it, but then other people also think maybe yeah. it was aliens, so then she, like, returns, she starts having, like, PTSD blackouts, and then, like, in, like, in one of her blackout states, she, like, flies from England to Australia. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, her body, like, forces her to go back. And then... I feel um, like I would immediately check myself into an institution. Yeah, same. So then, yeah, she gets back, and then another girl goes missing, and then and then they're like, well, she's back. Like, obviously, right. it's her. So she, she like, has to, like, I guess, try to... I guess from here on out, she's going to have to, like, pro- prove her innocence. All right. Prove it's All really right. aliens or whatever it really is. Something. Yeah. Give that a shot. But that's it. And the first episode of Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. We have anything else? Um what's our next book? The ski something weekend? Ski um, weekend? Yes. So next month it will be our first book of 2019. We've made it another year. Nobody's died yet. I mean a lot of people have died, but just in the books. Um we'll be reading Ski Weekend. So make sure you Get that book and read it in the next few weeks. Maybe hide from your family over the holidays. And we'll see you in the new year. You have been warned. Come to Fear Street and you're dead.